and welcome to the Capacity Creator Podcast. I'm Melanie Sadka. In each episode, you'll hear about the many successes, struggles, and advice on how to respect your capacity. You can subscribe at Melanie Sadka, like vodka with an S.com, or come see me on Instagram. Or you can visit my Facebook page called Capacity Creator. Today we have Teresa Cirillo in studio, and we are going to learn from her what capacity and vocal cords have in common. We also talk about learning to say no and what cues should we pay attention to and how do we tease our ego from intuition. This was a super juicy topic that you're not going to want to miss halfway through the podcast. We go deep into getting the highest ROI on where you spend your capacity. And Teresa also reveals what is on the other side of fear. Teresa Cirillo, welcome. Hello, Melanie. Hello. So I'm going to give you a quick intro because you are an accomplished woman. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) So humble. So since the 90s, Teresa has provided professional vocal instruction to developing artists and performers throughout Canada. Teresa studied voice technique and musicianship at Boston's Berklee College of Music and has studied under several notable Canadian vocal coaches. An accomplished musician, Tara, Teresa, sorry, I have a best friend named Tara. Teresa you can has call per- me Tara. Aww. I'm okay with that. Tara, <laughs> Tree, Teresa, I get them all. <laughs> Do you? It's all good. Teresa has performed professionally throughout North America and Europe. She has performed in a band since the age of 13 and now performs across Ontario as a lead vocalist for the funk soul band The Chasers. Recently, Teresa has toured Canada and the U.S. coaching developing artists sitting on panels alongside Grammy award-winning producers and large label management and producing vocals for many emerging artists. Teresa has recently released a book detailing her highly requested vocal technique, The Vocal Compass. Her book is available for purchase at the studio or as an ebook on Amazon. Go check it out, everybody. In addition to being a well-respected performer and vocal coach, Teresa is a successful entrepreneur. As the owner of her own music school, Studio E Music and Arts, Teresa continues to cultivate a new generation of musicians, artists, and instructors in her hometown of Hamilton, Ontario. Wow. And recently, let's just throw this out there, you are a new recipient of the 40 Under 40. I am, yes. Congratulations. uh, Ceremony was on Wednesday. That was, uh, you know, I don't get very nervous very often. Right. But I was really nervous. Why is that, do you think? No, it was the weirdest thing. It was just out of my comfort zone. I think it would have been better if I had. Yes. (laughs) Um, Just sitting there, I'm usually, first of all, I'm used to knowing everybody at any type of function I I go to. Sure. And I think I knew three people plus my family. Yes. And then just sitting there waiting for the award and then ready for them to call my name. Right. And then listening to them read a whole page about me was just really nerve-wracking for me. Sure. I understand that. I was uh, with a group of people this weekend who I didn't know very well, but came to know very well after spending uh, three, four days with them. And we were at a local bar. We were in Newfoundland. So we were at a local bar, and they had two guys just jamming up there, right? And this is a bar which is kind of like a – there's a stage. It's almost like a community center. So it's not even a bar, right? <laughs> and they're playing. And so these two people I was with were like, oh, do you want to sing Lumineers? And I was like, yeah, let's get up there and sing. And then right away, I like wanted to run out, mm-hmm. like just Heart hide. Heart palpitating. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I checked my pulse. I was looking at my 
Really? My Apple Watch. And yeah. I was about up to, I'm resting like 57, 60. Oh, nice. And I was up to about 110. At the 40 At under 40. 40 under 40. See what happens? <laughs> I would, and I, I hear you, I would rather speak in front of like 2,000 people yeah. than get up and sing with the lyrics on my phone. I'm the opposite. Right. See? That's interesting. But no. that's, that's Give me all about. 30,000 people, I'll sing anything you want. Yeah. But as soon as, just not even speaking, I wasn't even speaking. I just had to stand there. I think just yes. people looking at me when I wasn't doing anything. There you go. So it's like, here this. This is me. Yes. Hi. Oh, my gosh. Well, I want to ask <laughs> you a couple you. of questions because sure. um, you're a performer. I am, yes. And so you're busy because, you know, everybody just heard how accomplished you are and how many things you have done in so- such a short amount of time. So tell the listeners a little bit about the system that you apply in terms of how do you know what gigs to accept? How do you know which ones to say no to? Like, what does that process look like for you? Yeah, that's really important. Uh, I just turned 40 uh, and it's taken me a long time to to filter out what I want to do and what I don't want to do. I think that's one of the best lessons anyone could ever learn. Um, wow, I'm still like, ooh, I'm deep. My voice is so deep today. I'm still shocking myself every time I listen. Um, the, I think everybody needs to learn to say no. Mm-hmm. And I think it comes from the gut. Mm-hmm. As soon as you intuition. feel intuition, yeah. that sixth sense, spidey sense, whatever you want to call it. If somebody's talking about something and your brain thinks it sounds like candy, and your gut saying something different, listen to your gut. Yeah. I don't care how much candy you get. For sure. Um, how do you say no to a gig? Well, I mean, these days performing are starving artists. Sure. Performers, I wouldn't say it's wise for anybody to say no to a gig. Right. But I can say that you need to understand and know your value. So if someone asks you to do a gig and tells you that they don't have a budget for you. Right. I think that's when the red light needs to start flashing in your brain because you are worth something and you're you're providing a service and you work hard for it and it costs you to work hard for it. Yes. Whether it be a cost as in a monetary cost or even just your own soul kind sure. of cost. And that's when I think you should decide on a yes or a no. Okay. Just putting value to yourself even if it's $100 for gas or sure. for food or whatever, just make sure you're being given the value that you are. I love that because we do. And, I, you know, I teach my students the same thing, like you're worth something. Um, so you have to find what that that spot is. But we also i have had so many discussions with successful people who have said, yeah, and earlier on in my career, I took anything and everything. I said yes to it all. Because you need to start somewhere and then you kind of work out that system and then you become more discerning. So it's interesting because what if you're invited to go somewhere and do something for free, but there may be the potential to gain clients from this event? Then that's when your gut will say, oh, yes, you do it. And that's when you listen. And I I love that because there's some teasing out that needs to happen too from that gut, right? Because... One of the top three reasons why people say yes and overcommit is ego. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how do you tease ego out from intuition? Because sometimes they compete. Sure, big they, time. They sure do. Right. Like, do yeah. you have a do you have an example or a story or even just someone that you know that just really got that confused and backwards and what that looks like? Well, I'll tell you, I 
I didn't become successful not going through something like that. Sure. For sure. Um, I can tell you several stories. Yeah. Several stories. And I think it's a I think it's a repetitive thing and and that's what happens in life is that the universe something greater than you just throws something at you. You take it, you do it. You don't learn your lessons, so the universe, something greater than you, throws it back at you to to try to get you to learn the lesson. Right. And uh, I call a lot of those things some of the biggest mistakes of my life. So, um, I could I could tell stories. <laughs> um, generally, just me spending money to do things to get out there, uh, rather than me being paid for the services that I rendered. Um, or me just getting out there. I just need to say like an amen to that because mm-hmm. there's so many of our listeners for sure that would say, yeah, mm-hmm. I spend so much money on getting trained, on being prepared, on investing in this before mm-hmm. you think you're actually ready. Like there's this point where it's like, I'm just, I'm going to spend many money on, um, you know, going to conferences and buying books and subscriptions and online courses. And when is enough enough? Mm-hmm. And then don't forget what you get from it is up to you. That's your choice, right? So if I'm going to a conference and I'm spending about seven, eight hundred dollars on a conference plus a hotel room, that's going to cost me another six, seven hundred dollars and a flight even. um, It's up to me what I want to get out of it. So if I'm going to go and not talk to anybody at the conference or not go to any of the any of the panels or um, not have dinner with anybody or make appointments or calls or connections or anything like that, that's going to come back to me twofold, right? So if I'm going to go to these conferences and make the connections and uh, network and go out and and do everything you're supposed to, quote unquote, do, then of course I'm going to come home and I'm going to have my stack of business cards and I'm going to be able to email everybody and say, Hey, how are you doing? Can, you know, connect with, with people, um, develop good friendships, good relationships, authentic relationships, because by then you should be, you know, your spidey senses would be perfected. You're right. right. That's so I guess what you get, what you come out of it, but those gigs that aren't the right gigs for you, your gut knows. And it's okay that you do them. You're going to learn something from them. Mm -hmm. But know when to opt out. It's like, I'm out. Yes. And it's okay. It's true. And that's hard. Doing all that stuff that you just said is hard work, right? It is hard work. And you have to be prepared to put in that work. Like it's an, you've just made an investment. Mm -hmm. And time, monetary, psychological, all of it. Emotional. Emotional. I mean, I had a guest on and we talked about just the extroverted and introvertedness, right? So if you're introverted, it feels like you might be working a lot harder, you know, to have those conversations and extrovert, you know, a little bit more um, out of your comfort zone. So you're right. And I think that's that's one of the keys to success Mm -hmm. is when you make these decisions to go for it, you have to be all in. Um, and do what's difficult. And I think, you know, 90% of people just don't do what's difficult. Uh, they shy away from that. And there's a lot of factors for that. So that's well, a It's all point. driven by fear. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. But, but what, you know what they say about what's on the other side of fear, right? What's on the other side, Teresa? <laughs> this deep voice. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> what's on the to other the side? Show, Annie Lennox. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all of a sudden I hear, would I lie to you in my head? Oh, I was hoping you were going to sing a little bit on the show. Oh, were you? Yeah, I don't know if it well, came up naturally. 
I think it may happen. Sure. It usually does. <laughs> um, but yeah, on the other side of fear, there's your success. Yeah. So once you start to feel comfortable with being uncomfortable, that's when things, the magic, spark, whatever you want to call it, happens. Yes. Oh, and yeah. then you just, you can just take that deep breath and say, ah, oh, that's why I did that. That's oh, yeah. why I talked to that person I was terrified to talk to. For sure. Yeah. And what's, what is one of the scariest things that you have done that has paid off? Hmm. Like where have you stretched your capacity hmm. to a point where it was, it was like, if, so for example, I'm going to give our, our listeners, listeners a visual. So if you put your two index fingers out and I put an elastic around your two index fingers, okay, and you, you pulled them apart a little bit. So you're now you're, you're adding some tension to this elastic and you know, if you pull it too much, right? It'll snap. Mm -hmm. And that's where... Kind of like your vocal cords. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> that's where I get into, which is fantastic, right? So it'll snap and, and that snap hurts. Don't let your vocal cords snap. No. I can't help you then. No, exactly. No, then that's that's a surgical mm -hmm. doctor that will need to help you there. But finding that right tension. So when we stretch it, we know that we can actually just release that tension at some point where it is comfortable and where we should be. If it's not stretched enough, it's just under leveraged and this elastic is limp, right? So tell this me is when so relative to the voice. Yeah, well, it, it is, isn't it? That's really good. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. So I, I will say that was planned. Um, <laughs> so when you do stretch your elastic or your vocal cords, mm -hmm. how do you know where that max is before snapping? Yeah, that's a good question. I think you need to listen to your body. Okay. Because your body will will do things. Yes. And you need to listen. Right. Mm -hmm. I... Um, you asked me to give you an example. I toured with an artist development company all over Canada. And about five, well, I guess I I, I, I didn't feel comfortable flying. I would do it because I wanted to get to a destination. <laughs> sure. But I didn't do it well. Okay. And um, this meant for me to fly quite often. So I did it. And it was the first time I flew on my own, actually. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So I was scared. Sure. And fear. Fear. Yeah. There's the fear. Yeah. And I, a few days before it, I was like, oh God, I shouldn't have done this. I should not have done this. I could be doing so much at home. So I was, I was away probably about 13 weekends out of wow. a whole, like, let's say from August to December. Yeah, that's a lot. It was crazy. Yeah. I was on a plane almost every weekend, sure. if not every other week, and left my family. I have three kids and a husband and my business, of course, Studio yeah. E. And um, I was totally, it was, it was completely out of my comfort zone. Sure. And I did it. And from doing it, I developed my vocal technique, which is the vocal compass. I developed a comfort of flying. I met a ton of great people. I mean, I'm telling you, the people that sit down next to a next to me on a plane, yes. they're like, some of them are my best friends right now. <laughs> no. Just it's remind insane. me to tell you about the story about the biker. But that's... I can't tell you on... on, oh, you on, can't on do it? No, I can't tell you okay. here, but I'll All tell right. you off, off okay. air. Yeah, it's for PG. It, yeah. It's worse than This that. one's not PG. Okay. All right. But it's really interesting. And if anybody wants to hear my story, DM me. <laughs> Because it's a good one. Um, but the people I've met online, you know, I sat next to a psychic medium and um, a really, really great hockey team, let's call it that. And um, just such such great people that I've met throughout the, the experience. Students, uh, singers, some of them 
are really close. They they message me if they need me. It's just right. some of the best relationships I developed were on that tour. And I was scared. Am I allowed to I'm say sure. poopless? <laughs> poopless? Okay. You're scared shitless. It's okay. We're allowed that. It was. It was yeah. scary. Yeah, it was, for it was sure. a scary thing for me to do. And on the other side of was, fear. was what I am today. Yes. I learned so much. For sure. Yeah. And, and then I learned how to say enough right. on that tour. Yes. It's like, nope, not doing it. You knew because you probably stretched that elastic beyond the point of that comfort tension. Yeah. The elastic got pretty thick though, let me tell you. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah. Because when you when you stand up for yourself and the value yeah. of yourself, your elastic gets thicker. I can imagine. Mm-hmm. And then you can stretch it a little more. Yes. And then it gets thicker right. because you're conditioning it. Right. Mm-hmm. That is exactly what Capacity Creator is all about. Mm-hmm. So I, I love that we're building on that analogy because, yeah, the thickness becomes more resilient and, um, yeah, you can get more stretch out of that and you're you're protected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's how your vocal cords work, by the way. They do too. Mm-hmm. If you think of an elastic across your two index fingers, right. just think of the muscles around it and the tissue around it being sure. the, the, the mechanism around the vocal cords creating that stretch. The stretch is how high you can hit notes and right. the release is what I sound like right now. <laughs> well, I'm yeah, I'm going to have to invest in this because um, yeah, I get laryngitis frequently. Do you? And I'm one of those people, gosh, I need some help with this. I'm one of those people at a party where I cannot project. And if I'm projecting, it's actually, it just sounds off or sounds like I'm yelling Aww. or straining. So then people will start nodding and then stop asking questions because they can't hear very well. No kidding. Yeah. So it's, oh, I can help that. Yeah. yeah I, I, we're going to sure. have to work on that together because, it, you know, when I'm presenting, it's fine. I have a microphone and I'm good, but I really need to to figure that out because mm-hmm. it's it's a curse. It's a nah. curse in a room. I want to be talking and exchanging, yeah. right? But I, yeah, the projection is an issue. I think it's, I think it's a, I don't think it's physical. Ah, yeah. Okay. So we'll go there. Yeah. We'll go there another time. Maybe another podcast on, on just that. That would be fantastic. There yeah. We'll see how many people, you know, because I, and how, like what type of people actually come and see you? So tell us oh, about your client base. I get, um, I get an array of different people. I, I get speakers, voice, voice co- um, over actors. Sure. Um, People that have issues with singing, speaking, projecting, emoting. Right. Um, and I can see the psychological piece behind that. And that's it's where a, you're, yeah. That's the spiritual and psychological piece that usually puts it all together for them. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there's a technical, I mean, we have an amazing ENT team here in Hamilton at McMaster and yes. they're phenomenal, um, but they'll fix the issue just in terms of technicality, right? Right, so in, right and medical, but they don't, you know, they don't find the underlying problem. It's really interesting how things are relative. If I have a student that comes in and she's unable to project or uh, maybe even like hitting, she's quite capable of singing, but you tendency to go off pitch or anything like that. Right. There's some insecurity issues there. Sure. Like for pitch. Yes. Um, Because it's, there's a blockage. There's some sort of blockage, but it, it, it goes deeper than than just the physicality of singing. For sure. Now let's talk about the nature of your business mm-hmm. um, because the, the business is you. Mm-hmm. You are the expert. That's actually one of the hugest obstacles I've yes. had because I have 22 teachers now and three receptionists. Wow. Maybe four. Three. Yeah. And uh, by the way, shout out to the Studio E team. They are phenomenal. We just had our meeting on 
our, our quarterly meeting on Saturday and I left thinking, I got the best team in the world. You like should they, see Teresa's face. If you could see it, she, her eyes just lit up. So They're such great people. Yes. I'm so lucky to be working with them on a day-to-day basis. It's and nice to hear. our students are look, lucky to be guided by them. Yeah. It's cool. Um, but, uh, oh God, what was your question? It was talking about live and real. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> Can't get any realer than that. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> we were talking about just the, the, how do you, like the different types of clients that you have. Oh, right. And you're okay. only one person. Yes. And yeah. how do you, you know, expand yourself yeah. to meet all of the needs? I think leadership qualities, I mean, have sure. to, have to kick in. Yeah. And not everybody's born to be a leader. Right. And I mean, I'm the kind of person that I have all of these thoughts in my brain, but that's where they stay. (laughs) That's where they stay. It's like, uh, wait, this is supposed to be done like this and this and this and this. Okay, that's good. Wait a second. That's not what I meant to say. You know, that sort of thing. It just, my brain goes at such a high velocity that I just, it works faster than my mouth. Sure, sure. And I can't, I can't get it out. So, um, yeah, I am one person. I am the brand. When I am away from the studio, everybody can feel it. Right. When I'm around at the studio, everything seems to go really smoothly. Right. And I think it's, first of all, it's my energy. It's, sure. I really love being there and people feel that. And that's I want them to feel that because yes. that's, it's it's an authentic feeling yes. and it gives people comfort to know that I'm really sure of what's going on. And then they feel really sure about what's going on. So I think that's a huge thing. It took me a lot, a long time to say that because wow. it, it was, it, that was huge. Yeah. Um, well, let's stop there for a second. So mm-hmm. what, it took you a long time to articulate what? It took me a long time to articulate that the reason people are there because of me. Ah, Okay. I, even now, I'm yeah, like, I know you paused. Me, mm-hmm. me, yes. it, 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 it's true. It's you're the talent that I mean, you're yeah. you're surrounded by other talented people, I am. but you totally. are that talent that that started this all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that has been. I'm successful. the OG. I think is what my teenage daughter says. Okay, what the is OG. that? The original. Ah, yeah, lovely. I just taught you something. There you go. Oh my I'm gosh, I feel so old. I'm also forty. <laughs> I'm gonna teach my daughter that. Are, are we both forty? Yes. Like right on. January 31st. March 17th. Okay. We're like a month and a half apart. Speaking of, apparently you're a horse. Apparently. <laughs> yes, I think that's a Chinese, I want to say it's the Chinese calendar. So my daughter's reading a really cool book right now. They made me go to Indigo and spend $200 like usual and get, you know, they're readers. My kids love to read. Um, So she came running to me. My This is my, my nine-year-old. I call her my unicorn. Um... Chris would love that, by the way, if you're listening, Chris. She is my unicorn. She was born on Christmas Day. Oh, nice. Unplanned. Right. Due in January, child born on Christmas Day. Showed up. She just, yeah, she's one of those. And she still does. She just, she she got twinkly in her eyes. Like she's, she's a twinkly child. Yes. So she comes up to me. She goes, mom, you're a horse. And I'm like, wow, thank you. (laughs) Yeah. So just for the listeners, I didn't just come like outright and call Teresa a horse. I'd be totally okay with that too. But she says, yeah, mom, you're a horse. And I said, oh, that's great. She goes, yeah, because you know, you were born in this year and that means you're a horse. And I'm like, oh, okay, great. She goes, okay, wait, there's more. And she's flipping the pages and she goes, the horse has a capacity for work ethic. And I said, wait a second. 
stop that right now. I'm going to a podcast talking about capacity. Yes. And she's looking at me. She goes, ooh. Because yes. <laughs> she thinks she has special powers. Right. You see. Well, you just validated that for her. Well, well sure, for, for sure. Yes. For sure. And um, quite interesting that it was just that, like, that's so... It, that's in tune with the world, man. Like, I don't know yeah. what else that is. I think that's just being present. Um, and I believe in that stuff. I so to that, answer yeah. your question, <laughs> my capacity is the work ethic. A horse. The horse. I love it. I love it. <laughs> the horse. Well, it makes sense. I mean, like, look at, you know, when you think about the power and the beauty and the intelligence of a horse, mm-hmm. look at you embody all of that within your studio, your team, yeah. what you put out to the universe. So yeah, she's bang on. Okay. Yeah. Horse it is. I know. I love it. They're beautiful. I'm afraid of uh, riding horses. Maybe I should do that one day. Yes. Mm. That would be interesting. One of my um, previous guests, Laura Cole. Okay. Yes. She's an equestrian. And uh, yeah. Okay, Laura, should I get onto a horse? She would say my next step. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. For sure. So if you were going to give a piece of advice to your Mm nine-year-old about capacity and just decision making and and making commitments and honoring herself what kind of advice would you give her um well first and foremost I would teach her how to love herself Mm. I think that's really that needs to be a really solid foundation in anybody that age yes anybody of all ages sure a lot of people are missing that love yourself Justin Bieber said it perfectly just love yourself well, I don't think that's what he meant, but I think that's the, PG. Bieber fan. that's the peachy fan. That's the peachy Yes. All right. He's amazing. I'm I'm anybody I'm anybody's fan that works hard to get what they are. Mm. You know? Yeah. Respect. Yeah. So yeah. Shout out to JB. Mm-hmm. Um, but love. Uh love your to be once you love yourself and you truly know who you are, I think that the path in front of you is a little smoother. Mm. And even when the stumbling blocks come, you know, when one of those interlocking bricks pop off and become one of your obstacles, I think because you're so sure and love yourself, I think it's much easier to get through. Sure. And it it may feel deeper. Yes. Like the cut is a little deeper. Right. Because you are so in tune. But the other side, it will be even more more powerful when you feel it. Yes. And it's hard. I mean, I have an eight-year-old. She's going on nine. And, you know, there are things that she comes home with and ideals and and just, you know, perceptions about herself that mm. I don't know where that comes from. I mean, I know it comes from friends, but, you know, you, but you, you almost have to work. think about it. Yeah. If, that, if your child was absolutely sure of herself or close to being mm. absolutely sure of herself, would that bother her? Hmm. Would question. she take that on? Yeah. Right? So, um Carm, my husband and I, we really and truly are, are um, I won't say addicted, but. Um, you can say it. Addicted to. Sure, a horse. <laughs> to, yeah, horse being addicted to. <laughs> what are they addicted to? What are horses like? I don't know anything about horses. This is, See, my, this we is. We need a, to get you I'm on a horse. St- yeah. Stay tuned for the next podcast. We're going to be uh, recording from the. <laughs> the stables. Center. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. We we pay attention to how the kids feel, how they take things on. Um, so, you know, if somebody does, let's quote, a quote, unquote, does something to you because people can't do things to you, you can choose to take it on 
and let it fester inside you and give you the emotions that are on the side of fear and negativity. Or you can choose to acknowledge it. Right. And make your reality what it what it, it needs to be and then you move forward so um the same night my same child that's nine years old she's um she's had a lot of you know, she's the youngest right sure and she was that that unicorn and how many child. children do you have i have three you have three. three so i have a one in grade 10 cardinal newman one in grade seven and then one in grade five can i tell you the funniest thing i heard mm-hmm. about three children oh gosh so the first one you treat like glass the second one you treat like wood, and the third one you treat like rubber. That <laughs> That's funny? so funny. Yeah. That is really funny. My kids actually don't fall in that, like, first child, second child syndrome. It's like my second child's like my first child, and my first child's like my third child. Interesting. It's really weird. Yeah. yeah. But uh, we call it, we call at home, we call it moose. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And moose is when you feel something that you don't like. Okay. You acknowledge it. Yes. You turn it into the opposite. Right. You create a word that is the opposite of that word. So if it's something like, um, uh, I don't know, jealous. That comes up all the time. Nobody talks about jealousy. Right. Nobody talks about jealousy. No. But let's say she feels jealous. Well, she acknowledges, yeah, I'm feeling jealous. And then she says, but I don't want to be jealous. I want to be confident and calm. So then she puts jealousy out the window. And that's what instead... She tries to feel confident about the situation or calm, and that's what she continues to hold on to. That's such an easy strategy to just We call it moose. Moose. And you, yeah, I, why moose? I mean, now I'm curious. Um, because she has this stuffed animal that is a moose, ah. and she feels really comforted and loved by it. So she calls it the moose because he's her band-aid. So does she come home and be like, Mom, moose? And oh, that's, yeah. like, that's like the code word for like, Oh, yeah. It's gotta... usually more like... <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's more real re- realistic well, and you've got this on video too that's going to be a good one it is going to be a good one <laughs> it's it was perfect. perfect you know what it reminded me of I'm like I could see you in a studio of like an animation gonna have oh, yeah, video. Yeah. you could be the voiceover <laughs> there you go yes. call me up have you done that yet uh, yeah I did I've done a few commercials yeah. uh, I do love it I'd love to get I, I think it's going to be my retirement oh career. put it out there put it out there Teresa oh yeah yep. it's going it to be my retirement thing amazing uh, I think I think my time is is well spent other doing other things right sure. now. Speaking of capacity. Yeah. yeah. Um I I could stretch it but then I won't give the the focus I want to give the focus to on other things so. For sure. Yeah. It's sure. there. It's in my back pocket. When things Amazing. come up, I'll definitely do them. Yes. Especially, I think you should really all take advantage of my deep voice right now. <laughs> but <laughs> I can I can't say it'll stay longer than a few days because I already took my colloidal silver, but anyway. What is that? <laughs> colloidal silver. Oh, it's yes. a homeopathic antibiotic okay. to get rid of anything. I have two gi- I have gigs this week. I have yes. I have a few gigs this week. I'm at the Radius tonight That's for right. dinner music from 7 to 10 on James Street. Amazing. Uh, what a restaurant. I was there for the first time last Tuesday. Yes. So good. Yes. The best veggie burger I've ever had. It is It is actually quite... It just... It, just the decor and it's how it's so put quaint. together. It is. Yeah, and the patio has heaters. So yeah. if it's not raining, I'll be in the patio tonight. Otherwise, I'll be inside. But still yeah. the same great music. For sure. And then Friday night, we're at the Jucasa Speedway Ooh. doing that evening. Yes. And then the week, oh, Saturday night is the finale of The Shot, which I've been the vocal director for. Right. For the last month. So is that, on, is that 
recording and then it will be on air. Is it on air right now as we speak? No, it's uh, it's actually a it's actually a web show. Okay. Yeah. So okay. it is all recorded. There's yes. episodes, and then uh, Saturday is the finale, which will be recorded and edited and and played. So the listeners can just go online after this and they can check it out. They can totally check yes. it out. Yep. The shot. Good for you. Congrats yep. Sing on that. Sing for the that's shot. A huge I one. That's a, yeah, that was, it's fun. The team wow. there, again, you, you surround yourself with a team that's just like you, right? Yes. So uh, the shot, their team uh, from from their president, which is C.J. Allen, cool stand-up, knowledgeable human being. And then the rest of the team, there's volunteers and then there's the team, there's the judges. Wow. Um, and they're all, they're all such great people to be around. So it's been a really great experience. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. So before we sign off, give the listeners one tip on how to take care of our most precious instrument. Our voices. Um, I think there's something that I've really taken advantage and granted of all my life, and that's sleep. Uh, Honestly, our bodies work so hard during our sleep. Yeah. And it's it's all healing. Here sure. we are trying to take, you know— lozenges and teas and mm. and medications and anything colloidal silver anything that we're trying to take in right. to make ourselves feel better when the one thing that nature has given us to be able to sleep and rest yeah that'll heal us in itself Love so that. i think resting is huge um, so if i sleep regularly for eight hours i will wake up and sound like celine dion tomorrow yes yes Okay, my art yes. will go on. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, your heart yes. will go on. Yes. Um, no, no, my art. Rest. Oh, your art. Your art. Your art. French Canadian. Oh, which yes. I am. Oh, part your of. Art, yes. art. Art. Yeah, there okay. you go. Okay. You okay. Got it. Isn't it cur? Heart. Cool. Cur. Yeah, cur. Cur. How do you say that? Cur. Cur. Oh, look at this. I can, I can teach you. We could swap. Yes, yes. <laughs> Although I can say it in Italian really well. I can say cuore. Oh, cuore. Cuore. Yes. It's Italian, but cuore. Okay, I'll get it one day. Beautiful. But yes, your heart will go on. Yes. Um, but yeah, rest. resting the voice is, is super important and, on, and often taken for granted. But um, not, it's everything's relative. Conditioning the body, conditioning your mind, conditioning sure. your voice is all relative. Yes. And you want to be the best person you could be. It's no different than being the best singer that you can be. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, you heard it here. I hope you all get some beauty sleep tonight so you could wake up and take care of those vocal cords and maybe sing a tune in tune. There you go. It's impossible for my husband, just FYI. Oh, is that a challenge? <laughs> Melanie, do you know what pe- happens when people give me challenges? No, I know. Oh, it's great. All Thank right. you so much, Teresa, for being on the oh, show. I appreciate all of your wisdom and congratulations on all your success. Thank it's you. awesome to watch. Thank you for having me. Yeah, just as you grow and and just be such a pillar in this community as well. Thank you. And You're same welcome. goes to you. Oh, thanks very you much. You do some great capacity things. <laughs> but thank you. Thanks. Oh, and actually, yeah, that's right. I always forget this part. I don't know why, but anyways. Um, okay, so Teresa, let us know where we can find you. So if anybody wants vocal coaching or any taking advantage of any of the other services, mm-hmm. where can they get in touch with you? Where can they see you? Ah, all right. So I do own Studio E. You can always call Studio E. Uh, the number is 905-664-7000. And then also I have um, a, web, a website. It's TeresaCirillo.com. And I'm all over social media. And you can always contact me at the vocalcompass at gmail.com. And if you're looking for the book, you can either contact me through my website or you can download it from Amazon. It's on Indigo. Um, where else? 
and through my website. Yeah. Thank you again. You're very welcome. Capacity Creator is produced by me, Melanie Sadka, and recorded by the amazing team at Hive Studios in Hamilton, Ontario. For more information on Capacity Creator, please visit capacitycreator.com or check out the Facebook page. 